Welcome to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann on this Heavenly Whip Monday. I am so thankful that you are joining me again on my podcast or my YouTube channel. So on today's episode, I am going to be sharing this great understanding of something that we overlook quite often. And it's overlooking how to resist the enemy, how to resist our own desires. How do we do that? It says in James to resist the devil and he will flee from you. But I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt that God did not call us to just resist or else that would be a distractionary tactic away from him. So there has to be a key to the resisting. And that is what's coming up next. James 4 is beautiful. Actually, the whole book of James is written by Jesus' half-brother. And obviously, James must have seen the beauty of Jesus' life reflecting and pointing to the Father God. So what I love about the opening statement of this letter that James writes is that he states he is a slave of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's writing to the 12 tribes Jewish believers scattered abroad. So this is who his letter is to. This is how he introduces himself. Now, if it were me, (laughs) I would have said, hey, just so you know, I am the brother of Jesus. So this is why you need to listen, because he is my brother and I know him. I know him personally. I know of him. But instead, James humble introduction about himself is this, that he is a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that just says something about the perspective of the book that James is writing to the 12 tribes. So once we get that perspective down, then we just need to say, Holy Spirit, Please let me read your word with you being my teacher. I do not want my own intellect or my own perspective or my own experiences to be the lens when I read this Bible. I want it to be through your holy lens, Jesus. So here we go. In James 4, he's talking about drawing close to God drawing near to him. So I want to start in verse one. It says, what is causing the quarrels and the fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? So I'm going to stop there. Have you ever had evil desires that you actually begin to be aware of and you start to feel really bad and condemned? This is where we have to stop and say, wait, God is highlighting to me with his love what's still inside of me. And he's showing me what he wants to get rid of so that it can be replaced with who he is. 
So don't be like alarmed when you see those evil desires that come up. See those evil desires as something that God is trying to pull out of you. Just like when the gold is being refined in the fire, the imperfections come to the top, not just to stay there, but so that the goldsmith is what? He takes out the dross or the imperfections as the gold is being refined. And so it is with our evil desires. When we get into the presence of God and draw near to him, what happens? Those things start to come up. Don't be alarmed by it, but rejoice that God is pulling those things out. I I know God is setting this up for a reason. So it says, you want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. And it reminds me of, say, children that are playing this toy that hasn't been played with for a while the one that owns it sees another child playing with it and now they want it not because they wanted to play with it but because they have it and so God is highlighting these selfish childish desires he says you adulterers don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So because of this, humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. Okay, it keeps going and it's very rich. But here is the moment that we've been waiting for since I opened up this episode. What is it that causes us to resist the enemy? Is it our willpower to resist? Is it just resisting until we're exhausted? No, I've tried that. And resisting the enemy, resisting the flesh, resisting sin only gets more tiresome and exhaustive. And then guess what happens? We become prideful and boasting in how exhausted we are in resisting the enemy because we are a good Christian and we are fighting the enemy and we are resisting the enemy. And that's what our call is. 
No! No! This is how we resist the enemy. Look, verse 7. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resisting the devil can only happen when we humble ourselves before God. In humbling ourselves before God, that's what resisting the enemy looks like. There's something about humbling ourselves. When we do that, it's humbling ourselves is to submit to him. It's to say, God, you have all control over my life. And then, and sometimes we really believe that we have given him all control over life until something happens and we get squeezed. And when Jesus is not being seen in the squeezing, that's when we realize, oh, this is a part I have not submitted to God. And that's all we, that's what we get to look at it as. Nothing good in God is done without his help. When we can humble ourselves before God, then what happens? We have just resisted the enemy. And when we humble ourselves before God, this is what happens. The enemy cannot see us because we're hidden in him. So the enemy doesn't flee from you because you're a great resistor. He flees from you because he doesn't see you. He sees who you are hiding in. That's what I wanted to share today on this Heavenly Wet Monday via Triumphant Victorious Reminders. What are some practical ways of how we can humble ourselves before the Lord? Well, here's the greatest one of all. Jesus said, in order to follow me, You have to die to self, take up your cross, and follow after me. This is what humbling ourselves looks like. It's following him. It's not about taking the high road because someone keeps doing things that are wrong. It's following Jesus who just so happens to be the high road. So guess what you're doing? You're following Jesus. If we can get this language into our hearts and minds, we're no longer seeing ourselves as martyrs, but now we're seeing ourselves as, oh my God, I get to follow after you, Lord. I get to follow after you. Jesus, I get to follow after you. Someone wrongs you. You pray for them. You bless them. And you do good to them. When someone wrongs me, I get to pray for them. I get to bless them. And I get to do good to them. This is what following Jesus looks like. This is what humbling ourselves before God looks like. This is what it looks like to resist the enemy is humbling ourselves before God. If we keep trying to resist the enemy, we're going to become exhausted. Praise and worship, of course, are part of that. But listen, 
The intimacy with God is what causes praise and worship to come because we are in such awe of him. Awe and wonder of his majesty keeps us humble because we cannot be in awe and wonder of ourselves or others if we're in awe and wonder of him. Because when we're in awe and wonder of him, everything is seen properly. So with that, thank you so much for joining me on today's Heavenly Whip Monday via triumphant, victorious reminders. And remember what this show is all about. Bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness so that we can see with heavenly wit, seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. <laughs>